Such a beautiful place, amen? Such a beautiful place to, in his, we say his presence, we say that all the time, but, you know, when I used to go um, see my grandpa or my papa, I wouldn't say, oh, papa, I'm in your presence. I would say, I'm going to papa's house. I'd run in and he would, as I was younger, he would just grab me and scoop me up. Hey, boy, and all this kind of stuff. And We're not in his presence this morning. We're in him. I think it's time we redefine. We're not apart from him. We're with him. We're not separated from him. There's nothing in between. There's, there's nothing. There, there's just air between us and him. There's, there's none of that stuff, man. We don't go to his house. We're in his house. Now, I just kept going back to this. This is a life verse for me. Um, man, forgive me for a moment. I'm a little out of it. A little punch drunk from Holy Spirit. <laughs> um, says the one who dwells in the shadow of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I love that place, amen? That secret place. And this morning, that's what we, we've been there. We're still there. Anybody else? Is it just me? Um, I mean, I saw some of y'all getting wild and crazy, and that's so I, I think so. Father, I just thank you so much that we can come together and we can be together as a family with you and in you. And I thank you for the secret place. You are more than good, and you're more than good to us. I know we wear that phrase out, Lord, but you really are a good, good father. And I thank you so much this morning. Man, man, he's good. You know, there's, there's moments where, my goodness, it's 1142. There's moments where you go, what just happened? <laughs> and this is one of those moments. I thought it was good, though. <laughs> I mean, I went somewhere. I'm, I'm glad I'm back for the moment. Um, hmm. How, let me, let me, look, we're family, right? I see, a, I saw a couple of faces I didn't recognize. And so if you're here visiting with us, welcome uh, to CORE. Um, but and, and you don't have to do or say anything at all, but how many of you this morning like really had something happen with you and the Father? Like you really had an encounter, like just something just, Mary's still having one back there. My goodness, man. Selfish over there in the, that's selfishness, man. It's okay, Mary, you can be selfish with the Lord. And with Larry. I don't know about you, but I needed that this morning. I needed, I needed a, 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 a something different. But um, 
man, I'm a little blown away and happy new year. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, man, I'm telling you, that was really, it was really, uh, there was just some stuff going on with me and the Lord in that, in that whole time right there. And, uh, so forgive me if I'm a little off this morning. Uh, Raquel will come up here and straighten it all out in a minute. Um, but uh, this morning, uh, to kind of get on track with kind of what we had designed for today, uh, and it's our one-year anniversary as Core Church. Yeah? Yeah. It's our one-year anniversary from when we rebranded and we launched out um, into the great unknown, as Raquel said, we don't know what we're doing. Join us if you want. Um, and here we are trying to figure out um, just how to, how to run with the Father. Um, for those of y'all visiting, man, welcome so much. You know, we don't, we don't come together to have a church service. We simply come together to have an encounter uh, with Father, and um, it looks different all the time, and um, we don't have all those rules and stuff, so, um, but it's New Year, uh, there, apparently there's a lot going to happen today, um, Sarah told me she was going to take over in a minute, and uh, although I, I love fighting with Sarah, I'm going to let it go this time, yes. um, but Roger doesn't love fighting with Sarah, <laughs> That was marriage 101. <laughs> um, man, it's, it's good. It's New Year, uh, not just for us uh, as people, but as us as core. Uh, and this year, we're, we're going to touch on some stuff here in just a little bit. Actually, Raquel and I both are going to share today as we, uh, we talk about shifting gears. Yeah, we're going to shift gears. And, uh, you know, one thing that really stuck out, if you were, if you were here on uh, New Year's Eve, then you heard this. But uh, if you didn't, uh, the Lord gave something to Mary, um, and it was about the year of the yes. And um, that's so in tune with what we're hearing and what we're believing is um, he's, he's God, right? He's He's there all around. He's doing his thing. And the only thing, the only thing that stops you and I from running with him is your yes. Whether you say it or not, whether you do it or not, whether you shift gears and let out the clutch and, and burn rubber and go for it. And we're going to jump all into that. So, um, but before we do this morning, uh, just a reminder, um, uh, you know, tithes and offerings are important because we like heat and air condition. Um, uh, there's no, uh, you know, Raquel and I don't get a salary here and all that stuff. So the money goes for the ministry. And uh, man, how about that breakfast? Yeah, yeah man. I think uh, Ronnie did all that today. And uh, I just saw like trays and trays of biscuits. And so if you don't know, that's not our fellowship hall anymore. That's our living room. And uh, it, it, that's just, we live in there, right? And uh, one thing you do in the living room is you eat. Yes, you eat in the living room. They used to tell you that was a no-no, but scratch that. We're going to eat in the living room. But uh, it, Sunday mornings, we have breakfast from 9 to 10, 15. And, um, you know, just come in. And I, I know they, if you can, we need donations for that to help cover the cost of that food because that, uh, you know, it helps, right? Uh, but um, uh, come and check it out and just chillax in there, as uh, some kids said the other day. Chillax, right? Um, 
Also, um, there's a lot of things going to come up in the year that we're going to kind of get into. Uh, tithes and offerings, I forgot to mention. I did mention that, sorry. But um, uh, we don't really pass offering plates anymore. Uh, they're back there on the back. If you need to write a check or give some cash or whatever, uh, we'll take care of that after service. Uh, if you give online, you can ask Sarah. It's, uh, we got a little issue there. We're, we're fixing it. We're, we should have all this fixed up next week. If you find us on, uh, if you go to the app, it still says the river because that's our old name and, you know, COVID messed stuff up and, and, uh, all that stuff. I can't blame it on Sarah this time, but, uh, um, but we're getting all that together where you'll soon be able to see core church, not LA. There's a core church in LA. Don't be, don't, no, never mind. <laughs> give to them if the Lord tells you to, but if it's, you're trying to give home, it's just core church. We'll, we'll get all that squared away, but. Anyway, it's good to be in his house, and I think, is Sarah, are you first or the kids first? You're first, because she's the majesty. Come on up, and you, you, have, to, you have to stand up here, because as you know, we are recording, so you have to come all the way up top. Yeah, you get to go have a seat. So, <laughs> I like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm actually going to keep this very short and sweet because uh, I don't like to get emotional in front of everyone and their mother. So um, so as Pastor Chris said earlier, um, today is the one-year anniversary. It's actually January 5th, but as far as Sundays go, it's the first Sunday of the year, which is when we um, initiated the big change. Um, so, with that being said, I'm going to wait for Pastor Chris to get, are we good to go? Maybe, possibly. Okay, so, um, with that being said, we just had, um, a little idea, and so with Josiah's help, we, um, created something, so you guys enjoy. What CORE means to us is just one heart, one family, and it's such a pursuit of knowing that we, are, we have each other and that we encourage each other along the way. God has synchronized certain people coming in, and it's just building um, the body within CORE, and it's like we all have our own little part and it's just so beautiful to see how God has woven specific people in, and I'm excited for more people to come in. As soon as I heard the name change, my mind immediately went to military. I thought of the word CORE, spelled C-O-R-P, not C-O-R-E. It's kind of more like a boot camp, which comes back to the CORE. And there was a stripping down that's been happening to me, mostly during, I guess, worship, and just, you know, the family atmosphere made it happen, that camaraderie. And I don't feel like I have to compete with anybody. I don't feel like I have to be anybody. I could just learn who I am, who God says I am. And in that, I truly find my destiny and where I'm called to be and what I'm called to do. Over the year, um, I've really just seen CORE grow into the beauty of who they're supposed to be. It's stepping into that known that's actually brought us into our true identity which is being the resource center that we need to be. CORE is the Father's heart. CORE to us 
means, to sum it up, love and family. We come solely to have an encounter and, and embrace one another and look for the Lord. We have a purpose at the core just to, to bring His kingdom, but not only that, we're learning what our purpose is in the kingdom, what we're doing, what our identity and our purpose. And so when I think of core, I think of purpose. We're moving with a purpose, we're moving with a direction. What core means to me is um, family, change, and um, love. And what I like about core you know, like or like compared to other church, other churches I've been, it's a safe place. You know, you you it's okay if you make a mistake, nobody will criticize you, you know, and the love we get, we, we we share for each other in court. You know, you don't get that. To me you don't experience that in other churches. So for me it's love, family and togetherness. What church means to me, um, family, and the love that they have. So core church means to, to me and my family a a return for the uh, a return for our Christian journey into the what's the heart and the mind of God. I think that you can't disconnect though what core church is without Pastor Chris and Raquel, and so um, their heart. Uh, has definitely helped change our hearts and their heart for people has definitely helped change our hearts and helped uh, shape us and in our faith. When I think of CORE, I think of sa a safe place. It's a safe place where we can learn together, experiment together, and find out who we are and who God designed us to be. And CORE brings us out as a family, not as an outsider. We're all a family. We're all number one. Core Church has brought us family. We are so thankful and we love you guys. Okay, so unfortunately we didn't get to have everybody there, but um, we just wanted to tell you guys thank you, and um, we're just so excited to see what this year contained and, and what next year will unfold, and yeah, we're just so happy to do life with you guys, so we just wanted to share that. Um, also, a little announcement, um, after service, we do have some birthday or anniversary, whatever you want to call it, cupcakes in the back. <laughs> Um, with some lemonade and tea. So if you'll want, stick around for that. But let me get it back to you. Man, thank you all so much. Uh, you guys make me cry too much, man. Man, that was really powerful. We're not anything without y'all. That's, that's the absolute, that's just the truth of it. Um, man. Uh, all right. We have this awesome thing with the kiddos that, uh, I'm sorry? I can't see. I'm blinded right now. 
Man, thank y'all so much. Uh, ah, let's get these stinking kids up here, man. Come on. <laughs> who's, who's in charge of these kids, and who's going to explain what all this is that we're about to see? Roger. Roger. <laughs> Why are you laughing, man? You, laughing? Whew. you good? Yeah. You want me to hold you up? <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> um, Lydia came to me a few weeks ago and said um, <clears throat> that every year we do something with the kids for Christmas, and she's like, hey, how would you like for um, to put together a dance with the kids? <laughs> and I was like, hold on, let me pray about it. <laughs> And of course, you know, after after about five minutes, God is like, you know, that's just what you're supposed to do. So, um, so I got with the kids, and we we found a a song that we can all relate to, and just we all just love, and it's um, and that they're just. At first, I didn't know what this was going to look like, how this was going to happen. I've only danced with other adults, and so. One of the things that I learned in this process was just to have fun, just to remember to be a kid. And it's, it's all about him. It's not about the, the dance moves. It's all about presenting. This is something that we're presenting to our father, and y'all just get to witness it. And so um, with the kids' help, we put together this dance. I, I just wanted to add how fitting it was that it's happened on the anniversary because this is prophetic training for your young ones, a year in the making. So um, if this was all Roger, but what I loved about it is he's like, I'm not going to choreograph this. This is y'all. So it's God speaking with them and them moving with God. So there it is. I want to see your glory 
Yeah, man, y'all did awesome. It's good stuff, huh? Thank y'all so much. We know that Remy will be the one to push other people in front. Yeah. So, um, can you grab that one over there? Hey, Gregory, we're going to use both mics. Is that cool? Or you don't know if the other one, sir? We'll test it right now. Sorry, I didn't, that's on, on me. It's not Raquel. This time it's on me. Let me move this over here. This time. Well, because I always joke all the time about. It. Anyway, never mind. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't on for that. You want to, is it on? No, turn it. There you go, man. Test, test. Test, test. All right. Works. So loud. So, uh, first of all, I know there's, there's several people online that joined us on Zoom. If you didn't catch, uh, I know it's kind of hard to see where the computer is right there, but that was just a, the kids had put together a prophetic dance, and uh, I know y'all got a full-on two-minute option there, just Remy looking at himself in the <laughs> camera. It's, it's so awesome. <laughs> I wish I would have had it recorded, but I didn't. Um, you had to make sure your flags is going the right way and all that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, really, man, thank you guys so much um, for, for just your heart and, and your just being you. At the end of the day, I mean, that video blew our minds away. Uh, I, I mean, core is nothing without you all. Uh, God's God. He's, he's never going to change. Amen? And so he's always with us, and it's you're the vessels. You're the, you're the thing that moves, okay? And there's, there's nothing without you, the people. And so this morning, uh, we wanted to, to share together uh, just some things on our heart, what the, what the Lord's kind of been showing. We're very excited about next year, uh, or, the, well, no, this year. <laughs> yeah. Got to get used to it. Uh, We're going to go ahead and wait a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but if you, if you stand back, for those of y'all that have been with us, stand back and take a, an inventory of where, like, where everything is and, and where it's been, uh, it's just pretty amazing. It's, it's just pretty awesome um, what's been happening and where we've come, where you've grown to. And... It's been awesome to sit back and watch uh, just that growth and that stability. But you know how when you start to take the training wheels off, like before you take the training wheels off, you know, you're, you're getting it, right? You, you can feel that the bike is not touching the training wheels anymore or that they're not touching. You know what I'm talking about? Because they're raised up just so you can feel that when you're learning to ride that bike. And we've been that way for a, a, a few months now. Not that we have it in the bag at all. But the level of capacity that God wanted us to grow to, I believe that we have hit that. And now the next step is the shifting of the gear, the changing to the next level of capacity. Does that make sense? Like we've been on the first step and now we, we know how to take the next step and we're going to take the next step where we don't know how to do anything. And we're going to learn as a family, we're going to learn as partners with Father, with Holy Spirit, with Jesus, 
how to move into the next level of capacity that Core Church is. That, I believe, Raquel and I believe, we've been talking so much about this is the year of, the, we didn't say the year of the yes, but we've been talking about is the year of the gifting and how your gifting is going to step into a new level this year as you say yes. And so with that, I'm going to let Raquel, uh, I'm going to not let. I'm going to have Raquel share first. So why don't you go ahead? I just want to. Oh, Father, in Jesus' name. No, seriously. Lord, we just ask you to bless this time, bless this word. Uh, We're fixing to read some things here, Lord, and we just ask you to bless it and let the understanding um, just flourish in us this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. I like to pick on Chris, but the reality is is that when I make a mistake here, he just kind of zooms in and saves me, puts it all together, (laughs) and it looks like I actually said something. (laughs) But um, so in, you know, just thinking about this, um, ooh, it's hard when you don't hardly come up here. So many people. (laughs) Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Um, just thinking about the past year, um, where we've come as core. Sorry, I have a hair that's like, won't leave me alone, sorry. Um, thinking about the past year, where we've come. Um, I just wanted to share something that was just on my heart. Um, you know, through COVID, corona, this pandemic, um, so many businesses have shut down and so many things are happening that are not good. Well... I don't want this to sound um, inconsiderate, but our, our business has not suffered. It's, it's been going really good. I mean, we've been expanding, actually. And um, with that, we had to hire um, another person in the office. And it was a little something that happened. I just wanted to share it with you because it just, um, it just tied something together with what I had already been reading in the Word. And in this interview, so just a short story, <clears throat> Uh, in the interview, you know, you bring people in, and Chris goes over everything. That position is very detailed, so he was very detailed, very detailed. When he was explaining everything, and he went over this paper and that paper, and this is what you do, and yada, yada. And he did that with, I don't know, what, eight, six? Six. Six people. That's a lot. And um, the first, I think it was the first girl, first interview person. Um, Chris is going into all this detail, and there was another um, employee that we have. We were Chris, I, and this other employee that we have. And Chris is just going into so much detail, and the girl looked like, you know, like, are you done? <laughs> I was done the minute you said your first word. She was not interested, so checked out. And um, so, she, you know, she left, and obviously she's not the one that got the job, but um, just seeing her, when, when you look at her resume and where she comes from, this was a step up for her. She was a young girl, and um, she had no ambition, no nothing, and when I saw her, I just thought, wow, life, life is just happening to this girl. She's not pursuing anything. It's, it's almost like, man, if you give me this job, great. This is another thing that happens to me. It's just kind of what come, came off of her. 
And then we had another young girl that Chris had spoke to on the phone, and this girl was like, I could do it. Chris, I can do this job. You know, whatever Chris said, she's like, she could do it. <laughs> so we interviewed her and sat down, and this girl listened to everything. Like, after the second person, I was zoned out of everything Chris said. <laughs> so <laughs> I was done. But um, she listened to everything. She asked questions, and I was like, oh, look at this girl. Like, she knew what was happening. And again, same thing, you look at her em employment history, and um, I think this was a step up for her also. She was a young girl. I'm not, I don't want to make it sound like they're down here people. It's just, you know, you're young, you usually work fast food, and you move up. And this girl listened to everything. She was a go-getter. She was going to make this happen. And if she didn't, she was a fast learner. Like, if she didn't know it, it's okay, because I'm a fast learner. Like, she was a go-getter. And this girl, I was like, wow. Because what stood out to me is that this girl was making life happen for her. And there was such a difference in, in the two. So I share that story because where I was reading is in Acts 1. And... Um, Acts just always intrigues me. You know, there's so much spiritual things that happen in Acts. <laughs> and, um, I, you know, just trying to figure them out. You know, I was, we were talking with the, this dear couple here, and John and I were talking about, man, if Jesus walked the walls, surely, surely we could walk the walls. And it's funny, because we kind of both paused, and we were like, did you try? Like, neither one of us wanted to say, but like, have you tried it, John? <laughs> it's like, I have too. Anyway, sorry. But that's Acts, right? It didn't work, yeah. Yet. It hasn't worked yet. <laughs> Not yet. But anyways, what stood out to me was this. As I was reading Acts 1.8, I was reading the first chapter, but this one verse stood out, and it says, But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and unto the othermost part of the earth. So I uh, was dissecting that verse, and I was in the uh, Blue Letter Bible. I was dissecting all this, and I came across, ye shall receive. Ye shall receive. And I was like, okay. What that says to me is, you know, you shall receive this. Like, that tells me just wait. Just wait, you're going to receive this. Mm -hmm. And it was such a picture to me of our old church thinking, our old church culture. It's like, you know, just wait. The Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. Just wait. And... I just thought, no, that's not right. I, I feel like if this is our God, Jesus died on the cross, and we're just going to chill and wait. So when I was digging up this verse, ye shall receive, is translated into take with the hand, lay hold of any person or thing in order to use it, to take up a thing and to be carried, to take upon oneself, or that which, when taken, is not let go, to seize, to lay hold, or to apprehend. When you listen to it that way, yeah. changes perspective. It's, it makes you unfold your hands. It makes you unkick your legs and stand up at attention and take what's yours. Take the price that was paid. Take all of these things. The other word that in here that stood out was witness. You know, if you're ever a, a witness to a car accident, you either experienced it, you saw it, you felt it, you heard it. It was so many things you experienced as you witnessed whatever. In this verse where it says, you shall receive power, and after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses. What that tells me is that to be a witness, you have to experience yourself. 
you have to know. I can't tell you something I don't know about. I can't tell you how to teach kids like Marilyn has because she's experienced it. She's sat with kids. She's been there with different kinds. She's a witness. She can tell you about that. And when I take this, and we've been talking about something that Des had shared about um, shifting gears. Shifting gears. I'm laying all of this out to say, haha, shifting gears. Let's shift that gear and let's stop waiting to receive. And let's take what's ours. Let's take what's been provided for us. Let's be that witness. In being that witness doesn't mean you just stand and watch. It's that you participate. You go out and you pray for that person to be healed so that you're a witness of what he can do. You go out, you minister so that you're a witness to what God can do. You go out in just a restaurant and sometimes you're just there because you're a witness for him in his presence, his spirit changes the atmosphere. That's the God that we serve. That's where we're supposed to be. That's what we're shifting gears to go into. This was such a you know, in, in the beginning, um, being a pastor's wife and Chris letting me speak. Um, <laughs> I just shifted this atmosphere. <laughs> Let me shift it back. Okay. <laughs> you know, so many times when, when we first started, you know, people would, would tell me, um, are you going to do this? The other pastor's wife did this. Are you going to do this? Uh, so-and-so's pastor's wife did this. And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> not no, but H-E double hockey sticks, no, I'm not. And um, I think I, I always had a fear, and I still do. I'm not going to pretend like I don't. I still do have a fear of learning to be up here, learning and trying to get that out of my head if I have to do this presentation. You know, Chris can come up here, and he can, he can get off his subject and get back on his subject, and he can go here and there, and... And me, I'm like, you know, and then I have to like read everything, guys. No, everything is color coded. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I was being for, for the reels. And it was always, I always felt this pressure to perform. You know, you have to have this and you have to have that. And I was like, you know, this is what's going on in my life. I'm trying to shift gears. I'm not trying to shift gears, I'm shifting gears. Yeah. I'm shifting gears. That's good. That's good. I'm shifting gears. When I was getting all of this together, I was like going over and over, and I was like, okay, I got to have it all down in my head. And there's not enough room in here. Like, I don't have a lot of memory. <laughs> you know, like Chris sometimes is like, how do you not remember that? I said, look, dude, that is not something I'm going to push into on. Like, <laughs> no, that's not happening. Like, I don't need to know red or blue. I just, you're here for that. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> But I'm just, I, I said all that to say. I threw Chris under the bus to say, um, this is where I'm at. I'm shifting my gear. Yeah. You know, I've been, I put a couple things on Facebook about stepping in and stepping out. And it's so scary to push send. <laughs> it's so scary to push send. Because sometimes people may say, I thought you were going to do this. Shut up. And... <laughs> I'm trying. I'm no, I'm not trying. I'm shifting this gear. Yeah. And it may take me a while to get up here and it may take me a while to step up. But I'm doing it. And I'm doing it scared. And I'm doing it not knowing. And I'm doing it without knowing all the words that are coming out of my mouth. Come on. And it's scary. It is scary. 
it is scary, it is scary, it is scary. <laughs> One of the things that I wanted to add to this, um, you know, you guys know the story of uh, Ezekiel 37, I have it written down, because I have everything written down. Ezekiel 37, 1 through 14, about the dry bones. And when I look at myself and I see this dry bone, and I don't think it can happen, I remember these words about God speaking and something coming out of nothing. A person, a living being coming out of dry bones, not wet bones, not bones that were just killed, like, like dry bones. There's nothing on them. And by speaking, by prophesying, by doing what God said to do, by shifting, by taking, this is going to happen for me. This is going to happen for us. This is going to happen for other people as we step out, as we shift that gear, as we step into what we're called to do. I lost track of where I'm at, but this is where I'm at, guys. I'm shifting my gear. I'm stepping out. And that video that you guys put, I didn't expect that. Did not expect that. Surprise. Surprise. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Because, you know, sometimes I sit and I talk with my little friend back there in the pink, bright, bright pink. (sighs) And she tells me things about us and about what we did. And I'm like, Lydia, I don't see any of that stuff, girl. (laughs) No. We're nothing without you guys. We are nothing without you guys. We can't change the world by ourselves. We change the world together. Because the strengths that you have, I don't have. And that's okay. That's okay. And the strengths that I have, you may not have. And that's okay, too. I feel like I'm rambling. And I feel like I'm all over the place. But I just wanted to share with you where I'm at. Where I'm going. Not what I'm trying to do. Where I'm going. What I'm stepping into. And I just want to ask you to step in there with me. Step in as a church and move and change the world and change people's lives and release what God has given us. Take what God has given us. That, that thing you shall receive, no, you shall take. Yeah, come on. You shall take. Come on. You shall take what is yours and be that witness unto the uttermost part of the earth. Unto means unto here, all this right here. And it's, here is the uttermost part of the earth. That's what here is. Yeah. So that's the area that we have here to the uttermost part of the earth. So it doesn't matter if you're in a restaurant, if you're in a washeria, if you're in the mall, whatever you are, you can release, you can change, you can make a difference. You can change somebody's lives. You can speak life into those dry bones. Doesn't matter what it looks like. So I think that's all. (laughs) Sorry. So I don't know if Raquel remembers this. We did not like plan anything. Like I knew we were on the same scripture in Acts, Acts 1, 7 and 8. Um, I knew last night that she was talking about the dry bones, but I didn't go into that with her. I didn't talk about any of it. I didn't, I didn't do that. And uh, it's so fascinating to me. I don't know if you'll remember this message uh, that I shared. It was, uh, it was around it would have been around 11 months ago 10 months ago and it was about the dry bones i don't know if any of y'all remember that now we weren't recording at that time 
uh, and I might have my time frame off. But in that message, I went in. What the Lord had showed me is that you were the dry bones. You were the one, not a negative, but you were the thing that was coming to life. Your giftings and your talents. The thing in you that God has birthed and written into your DNA. You know, they still have DNA in the bones. You know that, right? See, there's nothing you can do to separate you from your gifting that God has placed in you. You can die, and that's okay because it's in your bones. You can run away like Jonah, and you'll get swallowed up by a fish, I guess. I don't know. But you can't outrun what's in you. You can't outrun being a son or a daughter, and you can't outrun your strengths, your giftings, your talents. It's in your DNA. And when you speak to the part in you that, of that gifting that's not alive yet, it has no choice. When you say yes and you step out of the valley into the living sinews and the skin that comes upon them, when you say yes... There's, it's already going to happen because the bone is already there. The DNA is there. Does that make sense? And so what our heart together was is this one phrase in the, uh, in the New King James and New American Standard says it just slightly different. It says that you shall receive, right? New American Standard says, but you will receive. Uh, and it's those three words. I can't do it. Man, my fingers are messed up. It's those three words. <laughs> Sorry. Good thing the other two aren't messed up. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> it's those three words you will receive that make up this. That's what, when they when when Paul or Theophilus wrote that when Luke wrote it. My goodness, man, I'm all mixed up. Um. The word in the Greek is lembanio, and I've talked about this word before, but Raquel gave us the definitions, and it, it, at the end of the day, it means to take a hold of, to forcefully go after it, to reach up and grab it. We used to joke when we would get in one of our, you know, we used to street race all the time and stuff, and we'd be in somebody else's car just sitting out checking out, man, get in, drive it like you stole it, you know? That was, the, that was the joke. Get in and go. And, and that's how it should be for you and I when it comes to stepping into what the Father has already given us. Listen, there's no sitting on the sidelines anymore. This is not a community of bystanders. It, it, it's not. All of you people are crazy. And... What we see happening is this last year has been a building process of, of getting the foundation solid where, you know what, Raquel told this young woman that was here a few weeks ago as we were uh, praying with her at, after the service and, and she was so beat down. She was so kicked out and rejected from all life, all life. And Raquel told her, you know what, I can turn around and point you to four or five, any, any, there's four or five ladies in here, maybe six or eight. There, you know, there was already people moving and shuffling around. She says, I can turn you to any one of them and they can help you get your life where God wants it. And that's the truth. Why is that? It's because core, we're not bystanders. I look around and almost every one of you that I do know, you can prophesy. You can, you can hear the Lord. You can get words of knowledge like that, right? You hear the Father 
and on and on and on. And that happens because of who you are. But who you are and how you are, starting with us, changes today. If you're going to be a partner with us, you know, we don't have membership here at Core Church. We don't make you sign the card and stamp you on the hand and tattoo you between your shoulder blades. <laughs> we don't do that. Am I against it? No, not really. I just, I just really don't want to do that. I, I believe in partnership, not membership. You want a membership, then we go to the country club or the golf course, right? But partners, if I partner with you, then you're going to help me and lock arms with me. You're going to hold me accountable and you're going to hold me up. And so we, we believe in partnership. And today, if you're a partner with Core Church, if you are part of that foundation of Core, then your life changes today because you're in the car and we're shifting gears. The vehicle of Core Church is shifting gears. And it's going to happen as you grab a hold of what Holy Spirit has in front of you. You're not going to receive nothing. We ain't receiving nothing no more. We're, we already received everything. How many spiritual blessings do we have? All of them. What kind of mind do we have? We're not getting anything new. Is he? <laughs> Look. I love uh, the other, so Mary had the, the deal with the yes the other day in a text message with Raquel and I, Adriana mentioned the new thing out of Isaiah. You remember we've talked about the new thing a lot. Does God do new things? Yes, he does. But they're not new to him. They're new to us. And so we're not going to receive a new thing. We're going to step into the new thing. We're not looking to, oh, can I? No, it's, it, we're going to bogart our way in and grab a hold. And lay a hold of our giftings and our talents, our calling, not at where they are, but at the next level. The next level. We're shifting gears, right? We're shifting gears. And I had not, y'all know that I'm on a passion kick. I, I love the passion. I love it. I study out of the New American Standard. I read the passion a lot. I have not actually read these passages in the passion until just a few minutes ago when I pulled it up over there because I've been, I've been going off my New American Standard. But Brian Simmons worked this really cool. It says in verse 7, Acts chapter 1, he answered, Excuse me. the Father is the one who sets fixed dates and times of their fulfillment. You are not permitted to know the timing of, of all that he has prepared by his own authority. But I promise you this, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will be seized with power. And you will be my messengers to Jerusalem throughout Judea, the distant providences, even to the remote place, remotest places on the earth. Does that sound like, um, can, I, can, I, can I be a messenger? <laughs> no. We're not on the sidelines. You know, I was going to drive my Nova today, but I got to put a dipstick in it and I got to do a couple. I got to, I couldn't get it done this morning. So we're going to leave here and I'm going to go get the Nova. I'll take y'all for a ride. I took a couple of these kids here for a ride last year at some point. I don't remember. And um, uh, I waited till we got away from their parents. And then I dogged it. I did. I dogged it, man. I got a little sideways a little bit. And... Uh, Hey, yeah. And their kid, the kids were like, 
man, my Nova, you hit second gear and it'll, it'll jerk you back a little bit. I love it. It's awesome. I'm ready to get jerked around this morning as I step into second gear and let the clutch out. That's, that's where I'm headed. That's what I'm doing. And we want to see what that looks like in y'all's life as core church. That's where we're headed. That's where we're going. Man, I don't know all the stuff. She doesn't know all the stuff. We literally are figuring out as we go. That's how we are. And we have our, our heart, right? And we have our connection with Father. But we're just looking to grab a hold of the next capacity that he wants to fill in us and in you. Amen? Amen. That's our heart for today. That's our heart for this year. So what we're believing for this morning is the awakening of new capacity in us. You already have everything. Everything that is a necessity is at your disposal. It is not within arm's reach. It's already in you. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. You don't have to work for anything. You don't have to reach for anything. You don't have to step into anything. It's there already. You just, you just got to be. You just have to do. You just have to step, run, grab a hold, lay hold. I love it. You shall, you shall receive. Is not. I almost feel like that's that, that, that Jesus picture. Y'all know that Jesus picture, right? That ain't my Jesus. But there's a Jesus picture where he's like, Pobrecito mijo, man. That's what he looks like. <laughs> looks like poor little baby. He's so, he's, that's not Jesus, man. That's not Jesus at all, man. My Jesus is built like Ryan over here, man. He's like, <laughs> I had to do that. That just came out, man. I'm sorry, Ryan. Hey, don't turn red, brother. It's okay. <laughs> Man, my Jesus is powerful. And I'm not over here. I'm going to receive. No, man. <laughs> anyway, stand with us this morning. We're going to do something. We're, we're going we're gonna to decree over core church this morning. Um, and we're going to see what dad does in your life. Or better way to word that is, we're going to see how crazy you can get with capacity. <laughs> yeah. I want to be the jug that overflows, but I got to be that jug, right? Right? So let's, let's move forward into what he's doing with us, what he's doing with you. I'm telling you, the one thing I know that's going to just break off the doors this year, like, like we're family here, okay? And there's no doubt that you people treat and love each other like family. There is no, I know there's no doubt in our minds because y'all have been through thick and thin, through You've been through hell and high water, okay, with all of us. That's not going to get me kicked out of church. But, <laughs> but the idea, the concept, the understanding, and the connection with family that we at Core Church know, we've only scratched the surface. <laughs> we are about to see the understanding and the concept of family go to a level that we don't even imagine. I guarantee you that that is going to happen. I am telling you, I know it and I know it and I know it. We have such people here that are just such powerhouses when it comes to family. That is the, that is the driving compassion of their heart. And that's going to spill over in this place. That's our, our, our number one identity, I believe, is family. And that's, I know that's going to happen. I believe 
Although so many of you in here can prophesy in words of knowledge, we could, we could sit up here and, and uh, we can teach all kinds of stuff at that. We can do all kinds of activations. And I guarantee you, if you've never prophesied or got a word of knowledge before, we could sit with you for 15 minutes. And I guarantee you, you would start getting words of knowledge or prophesying. I guarantee you, you would. Because we've, we've been in that place of learning how to hear Father's heart. And that's all that is. It's not goofiness or weirdness or Shondai or anything like that, man. It's just hearing the Father. And we, can, we, we know how to tap into that. But that's not going to define us. But I will guarantee you that the understanding that you hear from the Father when it comes to words and knowledge, when it comes to prophesying, that's going to a different level. We ain't seen nothing yet. We ain't seen nothing yet. We haven't even scratched the surface, and that's what's coming. And so this morning, we want to decree about the giftings and the talents that are in these bones right here that's fixing to come alive. Yeah. Uh, before Chris goes into that, um, it's just something that I need to do. Huh. <laughs> ah. Come on. We took a, uh, an election with Deb. You know, he helps you find who you are. And I've had this for a long time. And I've read it to myself silently. I may have shared it with a couple of you. Ooh, but shifting gears, oh, sorry. <laughs> shifting gears, this is part of me shifting gears. So I'm gonna read you my election. Um, yeah. In the mic. I'm gonna declare my election to you. Yeah, come on. I am the wise prophet of the kingdom. I am the kingdom. I am the integrity of God. I am the wise mother of the kingdom. I am the voice of wisdom. I am the rock of the kingdom. I am a kingdom power. I am his precious friend. I am the wise prophet of the kingdom. I carry the full integrity of God. I am the wise mother to all those in the kingdom, the voice of wisdom and a rock of revelation. Full of kingdom power, for I am his precious friend. Thank you, God. Just a little backstory. When I got that um, um, election, what blew my mind away is there's a word in there that says precious. My grandmother called me precious my whole life. I was her precious through all the grandkids it was me <laughs> I was precious so that just was very wow to me I wanted to share that because no I wanted to declare that because I'm shifting my gear <clears throat> and I'm shifting my gear in front of you guys and I'm asking you to help me walk this walk and I thank you for believing in us I thank you for believing in me I thank you for all the times that you guys share with me what you share with me. So that's what I want to share. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I don't even know what to say after that. That's mm -hmm. powerful. That's powerful, amen? amen? If you have not had an opportunity to do that with Dove, there is a, a cost to that, but I, I, I cannot recommend that enough. He helps you um, not through your words, but through others' words. Find your election, which is according to uh, the book of Peter, chapter 2, 9, I think, or something. So this morning, I want you to take a minute. Take, just take a few moments here. And I want you to, right now, 
Not arrogance. Arrogance is not good. Confidence is great. And if you need help determining the two, we can do that. Right? Yeah, we can smack you down. Easy. And I want you to confidently right now ask the Lord about your strengths. Because you in here, you know what you're strong at. You know what you're strong at, right? And now I want to ask you to think about what he loves about your strength. What does he love about it? And those are the things that we're going to shift gears in. Those strengths and those loving things that Father put in you so that he could watch you walk in them. You think he gave you talents and gifts so that he could sit back? Man, if they don't do that, that person is not going to be reached. Oh, my goodness. No. His plan will come to fruition. He just loves to watch you do it. He loves to watch you do it. So let's shift gears and let's do it. Amen? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, this is something your word says, Lord, not to be religious, but your word says to declare those things in the name of your son. And so right now, unreligiously, in the name of Jesus the son of the living God, I declare and decree over, I declare every gift in this place to come alive. I decree it to shift into the next level of capacity. The declaration is that you are strong. The, de- the, the, the decree is that you are moving into the next level and capacity of that strength, of that gifting, of that thing that flows from his heart through yours as you fulfill your identity and your destiny. I decree that this is what will happen this next year will not only be a year of the yes, but a year of the following through with the grabbing a hold of Holy Spirit and what he wants to do. It's time, it's time, it's time. It is time for it to rise up in you to the next level that is available to you. I decree this in the name of of Jesus. If you're watching this on the screen right now, I don't maybe I don't know you, maybe I do. It is time for you to grab a hold and step into that thing that you thought was holding you back. But you've been afraid to grab a hold of it. It's not going to bite. It's going to build. I don't know if that means something to anybody. It's not going to bite you. It's going to build you. And so step. If you've been afraid, there's nothing to be afraid about. We're not going to go out and do something stupid, right? We're not going to go and let's see if we can jump off the Golden Gate Bridge and, and that'll be our destiny. No, that's a dumb thing. You want to walk through walls? You and John, just go for it. It's okay. We're going we're gonna to watch you and, and we'll step into that with you. But it's time to step, church. Amen? Let's shift the gear. Let go of the clutch. And boom, away we go. This is the year of stepping into the higher capacity of our destiny and our calling. 
You watch what happens with family. Watch what's about to happen with our worship. I'll be honest with you. I have not had as much fun as I have had with worship right now. I have not had that much fun in years. In years. Now, you know, for a while, because of what we were going through and what was here, it was a struggle. I wanted to get away from it. But now I can't wait. I can't wait to see what he does in worship. I, I'm, I'm not kidding, man. I, I think it's absolutely amazing right now. Sarah and I have been praying for somebody like you. Amen. You just don't even know. Sarah, come here. I can't get off because they're filming. Come on, hurry up. Get over here. Did you hear what she, how she was singing this? Me and Sarah over here like, yeah. <laughs> you know, not too long ago, there was a group of guys. I was sitting over here putting on my guitar. And a group of guys came over here and sat down on the altar and right here and we just all started talking you don't see a lot of that in other churches we didn't talk about fishing and we didn't talk about we could have we were just talking about life and just hey man how you doing man I'm good because y'all are a different breed you are a different level I could go on and on there's so much our kids ministry I think it's going to be this year that we're going to see those kids laying hands on people and things changing. I could go on and on. I could go on and on. We have several people in this place. Uh, Lydia being one of them, I brag on her about her. Um, you know, you mentioned dream interpretations or translations or prophesying through dreams, whatever it is, and everybody gets weird. Right? Oh, what is that? John Paul Jackson? Yes, times 10. It's not just Lydia, right? Eric blew me away the other day with a dream that I had had. Blew me away. And the Lord was speaking some stuff to me through that. And there are several of you in here. Same thing. If you don't know, if you're watching and you don't know, the Lord actually, God speaks to you in your dreams. You can go look it up. Job and Isaiah talk about it. Uh, he speaks to us in our dreams. And sometimes we need help understanding that. And so what he does is you go talk to somebody like Eric or like Lydia or some of you others. And God gives them a word of understanding to give to you. Happens all the time with us. Try it. You don't believe me? <laughs> Get a dream and go talk to one of them. I believe we're going to see... Another level of, of, of that type of ministry take off. Because Lydia is going to step into some other capacity that's already there available to her. And I am going to be behind her with my foot on her back pushing her. You watch. I'm ready, man. I've been ready to kick her. I mean, push her. It's going to happen. In the name of Jesus. I could go on and on, man, but I'm not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right there. Do you have anything to add? Yeah. I just love you guys. Yeah. Really do. Say that in the microphone. Sorry, say that in the microphone. Love you guys. Yeah. Seriously do. Yeah. Love you guys. Yeah. All right. Let's close out. Can you, can you close this out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Lordy, thank you. We thank you, Father, for the gears that are shifting here. Yes. We thank you, Lord, 
Even if we can't see that gear shifting, Father, we thank you because it has shifted, because it's what we proclaim today, because it's what we declare today. <sighs> Father, Lord, let us not lose sight of your heart. Let us not lose sight of the love that you have placed between us, Lord. Father, let us always remember, Father, to love each other, to love you, to seek you first, Father, to worship yes. you, Lord, that we would always stay at that place, always stay at your feet, Lord, always stay worshiping yes. you, because it doesn't matter what comes at us, Lord. If we're worshiping you, nothing can come against come that, on. Lord. Yeah. And we thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you have brought us to that place. We thank you, Father, that you find us there worshiping you, Lord. Father, as we go home today, Lord, I pray that everyone just think about today and that they would recognize who they are. Those thoughts, those desires that you've placed in them, Lord, that they would lean into them, Lord, and not away from them. That they would hear you, Lord, and how you're speaking to them and recognize that you've placed those things inside of them, Lord. Man, God, you are a good God. You are a good God, Lord. And we worship you, Father. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, yeah. Lord. We worship you. We worship you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's good stuff. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you all. Don't forget there's some cupcakes and stuff back there for, I guess, happy anniversary to CORE. We love you all. God bless you. You need any specific prayer, come and see us. We'll be right up here at the front. We love you all. God bless.